Hey, this is Dale Calvert. Welcome to the New Era Wealth Building Podcast. I'm glad you're here with us. At the time of this podcast drops here in the United States, we've just had our Memorial Day celebration. And I want to give a shout out to all our veterans around the United States. Thank you so much for your service. And in the spirit of Memorial Day, I want to start this session with a, just a quick idea that I'd like to share. Uh, years ago, I was the corporate trainer for a network marketing company called Via Vienti out of Plano, Texas. And myself and the number one distributor for that company, his name was Bill Pike, uh, we were doing a seven-city tour over about a 10-day period in different cities throughout the United States. So we were in and out of airports every single day. And Bill and I would be sitting in a waiting area to board a flight, and Mr. Pike would he would just get up and walk away, and, and he would find a service person, and I would watch him. He would sit down and speak with them for a few minutes, and then he'd come back to the waiting area and sit down uh, with me and, and never say a word about what he was doing or what it was all about. And he did this continuously. And finally, on the last leg of our tour, I asked him, you know, what do you do? What do you say when you speak to these servicemen and women when you see them? I mean, what are you telling them? And he started sharing with me how he had made millions of dollars, which I knew in the oil business, before he pivoted to network marketing because he loved the personal development and the people aspect of the network marketing business, and that he had made a habit that when he traveled and he saw a military person, that he made a habit of walking up to them and just saying, I appreciate your service. Let me buy you lunch today. And he would hand them a $20 bill. And he went on and on. I mean, he just lit up explaining how this is one of his favorite things to do in the world when he traveled is go to the bank and get some $20 bills. And his goal when he entered the airport, you know, he wanted to enter the airport with a pocket full of $20 bills and give them all, every single one of them away by the time he returned back home from wherever his destination was. Uh, Mr. Pike has passed on now, but I've tried to pay this forward. And since that time, I, I try to make it a habit to tell every service person I see, I appreciate your service. And I buy as many of them as lunch as possible by giving away the $20 bills as well. And I believe this gesture really makes the day really makes the day for some service people. You can tell by the look in their face, you know, it's been a while since someone had told them it it feels like, you know, thank you for your service and really mean it. And I know from, from experience that this activity will do more for you than it ever will for them. And I hope that some of you will hear this and make it a habit. As Dr. Forshackley taught me, years ago in a plaque that hang in my office for many, many years, you keep, you keep that which you give away. Welcome to the new era of wealth building podcast, formerly the MLMsuccess.com podcast. This show will reveal a new era of team building that has been created by smart contracts on the blockchain. 
and technology that wasn't even available a couple of years ago and most still don't know exist or understand today. We share with you real success stories from real people that are happening right now today. While traditional network marketing companies have fallen into a state of dissipation and delusion, what Mr. Calvert calls a social club, there is one company and organization whose members are progressing and growing their incomes weekly. This organization is led by the host of this podcast, Dale Calvert. Dale has always said that real product and network marketing is people. Dale has always taught, if you build people, people will build the business. We believe network marketing is the number one personal development program on the planet with a compensation plan attached. When you combine wisdom of the ages success principles, proven personal development systems, and a new era opportunity, you have the formula for life-altering success stories. And that is what we share with you in this podcast. So here is your host, who has a goal to develop 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires on his team over the next few years. A small-town guy that figured out early in his career that the real product in network marketing is people. And the magic in Zig's quote, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Dale Calvert. Welcome to this session. I'm going to recommend that if you have the opportunity to watch this on YouTube, you do that because I believe you'll be able to check out the facial expressions of the people, our guests that you're going to hear will really help you let this message, the real message of this podcast sink in. Uh, You can just do a search on YouTube for Texas 7 or MLM culture means everything, and it'll probably pop up for you. Uh, Something very unique and special happens when a group of value-focused entrepreneurs get together with the understanding that there's no end to what a group of people can accomplish when people just don't care who gets the credit. People who live by the principle TEAM, the acronym TEAM, together, everyone achieves more. Uh, a group of these people gathered a couple of weeks ago at the home of our good friends, Gordy and Kelly Alderson in Texas, and the amount of learning and training that occurred was off the charts. However, I think the idea of team, T, together, E, everyone, A, achieves M, more, the, the, the acronym of team was solidified, I believe, at a deeper level for every one of them. Uh, I understand and understood early in my career that the real product in network marketing is people. When you build people, people will build the business. I mean, you've heard me say a thousand times, we all travel the same road. There ain't no foo-foo dust. Uh, I think this reality probably became more solidified in the minds of the Texas 7 crew uh, than ever before after this couple of days they spent together. Uh, I know they created a memory and a bond that will last the rest of their life. And I'm really excited to be sharing this session with you. It's one that you will probably never forget. And it'll be a reminder what this business is really all about. Uh, So we will pick this up in the beginning of our Zoom meeting our live Zoom meeting where the Texas 7 shared their experience 
with some of our team members from all over the world. I hope you enjoy this session. The top three benefits of being involved with network, the network marketing business model with the right team, with the right team. Number one, the personal development and really it's personal awareness. It's not personal development. You can't develop and get better until you become aware first. And once people start becoming aware of concepts like self-talk and concepts like what, who programmed what into their mind from the time they were a child until they were 12 years old and how they reinforce those thoughts until self-awareness is the beginning of self, of personal development. And that's by far the number one benefit in this business because I've had multiple people that I've worked with for two, three, four years. They've left, never returned to the network marketing uh, niche, but done extremely well in other aspects of their life. I mean, Tony Shoup is a great example of that. Thankful he's back with us now, but and I'm glad, but he would be a great example of that. And, and there's been many. The friendships you make really is the number two benefit. The foxhole buddies, people that you can depend on, people that are like-minded, that care enough to tell you the truth. And I talk about foxhole buddies a lot. And really, this doesn't happen overnight. Trust is a two-way street. It takes a while to develop these kind of relationships. And it can only happen when people are being truthful and authentic with themselves and with other people. But that's the second benefit. And the third benefit is the freedom lifestyle that the money can create. Let you do whatever you want, whatever you're supposed to be doing, however you want to do it. It's the number one passive residual income money maker on the planet for average people with above average desire. And it just is. It just is. Uh, so with that said, I'm going to shut up and I'm going to turn it over. Kamala's going to be handling tonight. Uh, Dom, do I need to stop share? I guess I do. And y'all going to hear from the Texas 7 tonight. Well, hey, Dale, I want to thank you very much for this opportunity to uh, share our experiences. They were beyond amazing. And yes, I do have Kleenex right here. So please bear with me. Um, when the the opportunity come across that it was just absolutely phenomenal. And we all know that Gordy and Kelly has, has <laughs> just finished their home. Not, not but a month ago, they've been in it. I don't know for sure how long they've been, but they, they opened their house, their home. Like it, it was, it was like, it was our home too. And for, for some of you that are new, they don't really know Gordy and Kelly. I was trying to figure out how to explain them. Not the easiest thing to do, like not at all. So um, it come to me that I believe Gordy and Kelly are a perfect example of God's idea of becoming two becoming one when he created Adam and Eve, like absolutely phenomenal team um, with huge, huge hearts. They're just a, an example I, you can't explain. 
and and that was that was the easiest way for me to somewhat get it across. So with this experience, these two days were unbelievable. So Kelly, um, extremely grateful for the prime rib of the Alderson family. Um, would you just, with your busy schedule, what ever possessed you to open up your home for us, you know? And, and what was your takeaway? Well, it was pretty, pretty easy to open our home. Um, you and I had talked that you, you'd called me up and said, hey, I'm going to be coming out. And we started chit-chatting back and forth. And you had mentioned um, bringing out Paula, or meeting with Paula. And then my wheels started turning. I'm like, well, wait a minute. There's people here in Texas. And why don't we just try to do something together and kind of get a group together. And I, then I said, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll contact the people I knew in Texas. And um, I didn't know at the time Landy was in Texas until she did her um, Thursday night call with Dale. Then I learned she was in Texas. And so then I had invited her on, I, I, you know, I, I said, Hey, I need, I left you a message. Or something. I can't remember exactly, but anyway, long story short, then I think, Dave said, well, I want to come. And I'm like, well, it's open to everyone. And that and that's really who we are. I mean, we I told you guys when you came here, I don't even know where everything is. Just help yourself. Get what you need and help yourself. And I, I wanted it to feel like home. And instantly we we I didn't know Bobby very well. Um, I'd met Paula down in San Angelo. She met us in San Angelo. And um, and then just bits and pieces of everybody else. And immediately we just like bonded like family. I mean, it was just that's the only way I can explain it. I mean, everybody came with, you know, they just came. I mean, they were present. I, was, I don't know how to explain it. And then we just gelled. So it was really easy to open up our home. Absolutely easy for both of us to do that. And we were really blessed by having everyone there that could make it. Um, what was the other question? I know we're in a big enough kitchen. To <laughs> in a big enough face. kitchen. We weren't in a mobile home. <laughs> and, and, and definitely you, you made us feel at home. Um, well, that's good. Like, I'm glad. Oh, I'm... When, when, um, well, the first day, the first morning, I didn't know how to make coffee and I like my coffee. So you're, my pajamas kind of look like street clothes. So they I did. Jumped... I jumped in the car and went down to the nearest gas station. And when I come back, their horses are right out in the front of their house. So you just drive over these grates and they have this one really cool horse. <laughs> and so I went out and was petting and stuff. I think it was like six o'clock in the morning, wasn't it? <laughs> and then you it's met so me at the door. <laughs> you, yeah. you met me at the door because you didn't know who was coming in. So it was just, you, ma you made us feel at home, but what was your takeaway on, on all of it? I, I know you and Paula, we all had great conversations, but um, yeah. you definitely helped us, um, you Kelly, in our, in our, in our personal confidence and, and, you know, what we're thinking of ourselves, you really, you really did a lot for me. 
you know, there. What, what was your takeaway? I had so many takeaways and it was really hard when I, I, when you had emailed me that question, I was really was trying to figure out what my biggest takeaway was. And the only thing that kept coming in my head over and over again was team together. Everyone achieves more. I mean, I really, that is the only thing that really the biggest takeaway. I mean, everybody came with different reasons, um, different, not everyone that came was extremely plugged in, um, you know, but we all were just, I don't know, there was just, there was anyway. And what I learned was that everybody, we all, I'm not learned, we know this, but I just saw it in reality where we all go down the same road, but a different path and, and everybody's life is a little bit different. And, and we just all gelled. And I know there was conversations, some, you know, some people had, you know, some one-on-one conversations with others and, and they were deep conversations. It just, it was really that, that everyone could be open. They felt comfortable. No one felt uneasy. And we just all, did what we've been programmed to do to get better. And that's, that's what we did. I feel like that yeah. was my biggest takeaway. Thank, thank you so much, Kelly. Uh, Dave, David. Hey, uh, speakers, quick, quick announcement. Because everyone else is muted, when you're done talking, don't put yourselves back on mute because you won't be able to take yourself off. So just leave yourself off mute. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, Dave, the, what made you decide to, to travel? I mean, the opportunity, we all know that, that any, any time David Dale has taught me that like, if something's going on, the only way that you miss it is if you're at the funeral home yourself, you know? Um, but with that, how, how far did you travel and, uh, what, what made you decide? Well, good evening, Pamela. <laughs> Look at that. I wrote it down. <laughs> I I was not gonna make that mistake. <laughs> and I have some I have some tissue here too. Something something's happening. Um what made me drive that far? I I drove seven hundred and ten miles one way. Um, when I got there at two thirty in the morning, I slept behind a Starbucks because I knew coffee was going to be important in a few minutes, in a couple hours. <clears throat> and uh, what made me drive out there is because of the absolute draw, the magnetism of this team, and that's the truth. I what I wasn't going to miss this, and. Uh, I haven't had a lot of friends in the last few years, and that was by choice. I made some friends this weekend, some real ones. Um, The meaning of success and prosperity has changed for me. And I'm looking at my success right here. I don't care what happens with this program anymore. I really don't. But I do hope that Pamela, Everything that you dream about, everything that you want, that you get. And Alan, everything you dream about, everything that you want, I hope you get it. And I will work to help you do that to the very end of my days. You as well, Paula. Paula's amazing. 
amazing. And Bobby, what, how much I learned from him. And of course, Kelly and Gordy, <laughs> what can I say, man? They gave me a, I asked for a prime rib. They gave me one that was that big and that thick, covered the plate. It was incredible. It was a Texas steak. And uh, and I learned about uh, tr- uh, uh, a lot about trust, a lot about um, being committed and being loyal and pouring oneself out for the benefit of another. There's been a lot of that lacking in my life over the last few years, but it's I have full measure right now. And, you know, I, I guess that's kind of, I wrote a couple of things down, that personal development and personal awareness. Every one of these people on this team, and I think everyone that's even watching this, you're willing to tell me the truth. You're willing to tell me exactly what you see in me. And you don't care about whether I'm going to be, whether I'm going to be offended or not, you care about whether I have growth and whether I develop. And that is the, that is the epitome. That is the definition of a true godly love. And I experienced that this weekend, this, this past week. And uh, I think that's it. Well, Dave, when you're talking about that, what, when we went pulling on doors and we teamed up, what um what was your big <laughs> what was your biggest aha well i think yeah i know where you're going with this but uh i alan had the biggest impact he said dave when you're at your normal self take it down five notches and you'll be good <laughs> and, and you know what he's right i took a i took a look at that i kind of looked in the mirror and i went I can be a little intense, huh? <laughs> and it was just like, ding. And, uh, and that's what one of the biggest takeaways was. Don't go in there and, and hit them with full blunt guns blazing both fists and, uh, and let them uh, and, and kind of soften my tone, talk with a, a more conversational tone, be a little more aware of the intensity that I bring. And that's, that was... <laughs> that was the biggest one and you guys never faltered you never you never failed to be standing right there and, and giving me encouragement and that was that was important I didn't know how important it was this week. you didn't well I guess like with me you know I I've been to a few of them and we've had a lot of our, the team team members here but like what I experienced there was I knew if I fell, y'all would be there to pick me up. Like it was just absolutely phenomenal in that aspect of it. So anything else you want to add? Yeah, the last the last thing I want to add is the absolute, the conversations that I've had with Miss Kelly and Miss Paula and Gordy and Bobby and all of you guys, but um, particularly with, uh, again, I'm going to go the same route, opening your home up to what is technically some strangers, 
You know, you let us in. You no, put... you know, I'm strangers. I know what you're saying, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I, you might be I, strange, but you're no stranger. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. Uh, but opening your home up and having us in there and hosting that, you're an incredible example of a godly man, Gordy, and you are by far a um, an example an example for us to follow and you're just such a down-to-earth guy you're and and it really does mean i saw we all travel the same road we all have the same pathway that we walk down and uh and you know i you ever need something you any one of you on this team you just call me and i'll do everything i can to help in whatever way i can and that's that is from everything that's right here that's all. We definitely appreciate you, Dave. We did, and we had a lot of fun. Um, we Paula, did. <laughs> yeah, Paula, uh, with you being fairly new to to this team, you know, and not really knowing a whole lot about any of us, you know, other than the Zooms and things like that, and you were willing to take, uh, what, three, four days off from work, because I know you work six and seven days a week um what i guess to start out how did you learn about the erc program or, or this team well like, <laughs> there's some guy that i signed up for an email list a long, long time ago and i i started looking back at all my emails and it goes way back to like 2012 on my yahoo email and i don't know his name's Dale something, Dale Coward or something like that. So I was going through some of my uh, old email addresses, like a Yahoo email address, and I happened to ha see a headline on there, and it had something to do with making $7,800 in two months and to get on this Zoom. So I got on the Zoom with Kamala, and Kamala and I just, I just resonated with her just like that. I hadn't cried yet, but I probably will. So it's like, okay, I can do that. So I just emailed her and she got right back to me and I signed up for the iHub with uh, the loop. And so, and then of course it transitioned into ERC stuff. So. Okay. What, what made you decide to take the, the days off from work and, and, and come and, and stay there with at Gordy and Kelly's? Well, I, what, you was had your takeaway? <laughs> what was your takeaway on, you know, with all of that as well? You got me going backwards here. Okay, everything's, sorry. Every, each little thing is, is, you know, goes hand in hand here. We're going to hear it over and over seven times, I'm pretty sure. But I met Kelly and Gordy. You connected me with them when they came to a roping in San Angelo. And Gordy reminds me so much of my family. Well, both of them remind me so much of my family. It's just like, it's like I just knew them. They were just part of my family. And we're start standing there and they're telling me all these things. And Gordy says, I need some new shoes. And so he just walks in this trailer comes out with some new shoes and he's got a business card and they've got five employees it's like, it's like wow I can't, I can't do that so anyway I've been I've been watching these zooms for a very long long time and I know I um it's time for me to step up and do my part instead of just being a, a person on the side and so it's like when I knew all you guys were getting together it's like if it's not this team it won't ever be a team there's, right. there's not going to be anybody 
like this team. So, yes, I don't ever take off for work. I moved my patients. I saw them on Sunday. I saw them on Saturday and the next Sunday. I did everything I could. Um, I got there in, in the night. I didn't sleep behind Starbucks, but it was stormy. Got there about nine o'clock. I had to call Kelly to get me where I was going. And just like that, people came out, picked up my, um, helped me with my luggage, got us inside, got us a bed set up, had all the refreshments. I mean, it was just like coming home. Um, and so it just makes me know, because I always think I got to do everything by myself. Um, and I've done that for a long time, but not anymore. <laughs> right. So, um how did this help you when we went out on our blitz day or whatever? What, what was the, the most memorable experience when we teamed up and went into, into these businesses together? What, you know, can you talk to them about that a little bit on your experience with that? I don't know how each person got, to go with everybody else but I I was very fortunate I went with each one of you and um it's like okay I can do that they're they're afraid to pull on the door sometimes and they're afraid to say something so it comes back to that same road you know when I do my home health we're all the same we just have a little bit different details so it just came to the same thing you know Dave is a little bit nervous and Al's a little bit nervous and Gordy leaned on the cabinet and he's he kind of thinks a minute. He starts off his spiel. Bobby just walked out. I mean, it was just great. The best thing was for me to know that I was no different than, than everybody else that was there. And then I could also do it too. So uh, thank each one of you for taking my hand and going with me. Okay. Now, do you feel before you went and then on your way home, your goals, your goals about life and about this ERC program and the team did they change at all from from before you showed up and you know did they change yeah how could it not change um I'm like I said I was kind of a one-on-one person with my home health I've been doing or my <laughs> therapy work I've been doing that for nearly 35 years just just one-on-one on one and you know touching that life and that life but when I got together with this team this weekend it's like I've just been playing too small. I go in these people's houses and they can't afford their medicines. And I go into their homes and they their family can't stay home with them because they've got to work. And I go into the homes, I've got all these issues. And it's like, yes, I can be there. But man, just think what I could be doing on a grand scale bigger than that. If, and so this team, I know each one of you are just striving for that. And you're just moving up and moving up and moving up. And it's like, you know, I'm just playing too small. And so... Well, I really hadn't been playing at all because I've been doing my therapy work. So I actually sent an email when I got back home to my supervisors that I work for and said, you know, this has been a great run. I'm not sure exactly when they're going to find somebody to replace me. But um, I told them I'm starting a new chapter. And as soon as they get my people covered, um, I'm going to be like Dave. I'm going to be calling him every day and say, hey, buddy, let's go. Um, so it's, for me, I just had to make a decision and everybody helped me with that. I mean, that we, they set me down at a table, mind you, all of them, there's like a round table. I felt so special. And they said, well, it was actually silly when I started saying it out loud. 
I don't have the time. I this, I'm afraid of that. And I thought, oh my gosh, this just sounds crazy. And I apologized to them for wasting their time for things that we already knew and that I already knew. I already knew. They said, no, it's a good reminder for us as well. So, um, yes, everything changed. I've got a team now. I know I can do it. I got to change my priorities uh, and put myself in this project first instead of putting at the end of the day at one o'clock in the morning, then I'm too tired to to do anything. So I'm working on it. I'm definitely glad that you were with us. Yeah, it was awesome. Good. Thank you. Um, So next one is Mr. Alan Knight. Uh, Most people know you. You've been with with the CMG iHub team for the beginning of iHub. Am I correct? Uh, APL go. APL go. So it's been, what, four years, five years, something like that. Um, Flying in from California, what did this experience mean to you? And what did you, what was your takeaway? Other than getting your amazing picture. Yeah, that was good. That was the highlight. You know, that was price, that was so priceless. And, and you know, and speaking of that, I have to talk about that because I didn't realize that there was that sign up there, you know. And so after we had taken our pictures, Paula says, um, hey, you're like, didn't you see the sign? It's like, what sign? The one that says, don't take pictures with merchandise on it. It's like, hey, we're made to be broken, right? Weren't they, Alan? Absolutely. So, anyways, I'll be quiet. That was priceless. So, what was the question? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh uh, man. Flying in from California, what did this experience mean to you? And and like, what do you think about Texas? Okay, I don't carry Kleenexes on my desk, so. Okay. But anyway, um, thank you, Dave. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I love Texas. And I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't have a thought about it really before that, other than I, we, we, we've not wanted to live in California for a while now. And we're looking for somewhere else to go. And uh, man, I loved everything about that place. So so it definitely built it it definitely sparked a dream in me, you know, where it was kind of a vague thing that I, you know, was more of an intellectual thing. Um, but I just I loved everything about it. I loved the hills, I loved the people, I loved the the like little uh whatever that I don't know if they're cowboys if they're just standing around the cowboys or not, but I think they are still, they're so polite. And man, that one kid from wherever he was from, Gordy, Oklahoma or someplace. And you're like, how do you know you're in Oklahoma? Cause you want to steal something, you know, it's, it just, and they were just, yeah, I, I, that was, I really enjoyed, you know, I was looking at churches in your town because, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, we probably want to go somewhere where we know some people. And so 
I can't think of better people to want to be around. Um, yeah. But so, I mean, Aunt Alan, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Um, when you had the opportunity to go and and just spend time with Gordy, uh, you jumped in the the car and the way you went. What? Like, can you explain the experience that you had? You know how how did that taking that time with Gordy one on one and and seeing the cowboys and maybe wanting to learn how to team rope or something? What? Well, I don't know about that far, but um, <laughs> but so so anytime you you know. Being around Gordy is pretty cool because Gordy's pretty cool. I mean, he he just he is. Um, and Gordy's cool because of the amount of work that Gordy's done on himself. It's 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 a ton. I mean, he's he's had a long time to do it, but a lot of people have had a long time to do stuff and they didn't do it. Amen. But but if you get there's, I mean, I actually asked him about this when we were going, but if you're around Gordy for, you're, if you're around Gordy for any length of time, you're going to feel better about yourself pretty quick. Yeah. Because Gordy is always looking for how to lift you up, how to like, I encourage you. Um, and he, and I, he does it to, as far as I can tell, he does it to everybody that gets within, you know, you know, three feet of him. Um, just something. He's just looking at it. He does it in a way that it's not like in your face, but you're like, wow, you really think that about me? It's like, wow, I I think I think you might be right. Um, and that's that's and I asked him, it's like, Gordy, how did how do you do that? Or what, how did that happen? And he, and he said, he says he, he, he started, he read it. I, I think he didn't, I don't know if he knows this, but he, it was how to win friends and influence people. That book that they talked about, this one lady talked about how when she was around this one guy, she thought he, he was the most important guy in the world. And when she was around this other person, she felt like she was the most important person in the world. And and it's like Gordy started doing that, and somebody told him what a difference it made in their life that he didn't even remember what he had said to him. And then he was like, "Man, I I should do more of that." And and so anyway, that was phenomenal. Um, and then you know he took me. It's like, oh, we're gonna go head over here to this little place. Um, I gotta drop off some whatever it is that he makes some parts for horses um, <laughs> and uh, they're pretty parts they really are um and, but so eddie says you know we're gonna go over here and we went out to this i don't know it wasn't very fancy property or anything but we went all the back to the pro back to the back of that property and these guys are there's these guys are what i now know is team roping like shooting calves out of a chute and uh and then you know and and the thing though it's like these guys were apparently they're like rodeo stars or you know something um but i wouldn't you know i wouldn't know them if they you know i wouldn't know them from anybody but man they were so polite and 
and you know reached down from on their horses shook my hand and we're like nice to meet you they don't know me from they clearly know i don't belong there but they don't know me for they they, they don't know me from anybody i'm some city boy for sure um so but anyway it was just and and then just the even the camaraderie between them and gordy and these people they respect gordy I mean, it's clear that they respect him and the way they do their respect in, in that community is they give each other a really hard time. Um, but it's all in, in love and uh, all in jest or whatever, but it's like, it gets pretty intense. Um, I don't, I didn't know how it was going to get taken there a couple of times, but, but it's really cool, you know, but so, yeah, it, anyway. So, so Alan, when you were when you were there one on one with cowboys, yeah. um, what and as far as ERC is concerned or or what we do here, what was your takeaway there? Yeah, so the thing about Gordy is ERC is coming. It's coming sooner or later, but it's coming. Um, and I don't care what the conversation is, it's coming. Um, so. If they're on the back of a horse or they're on whatever, at some point we're gonna get to, hey, you know what? I'm working with some business owners in the area, and man, it's I've helped a bunch of people, you know, get some money back, you know, and it's like, man, I you guys probably can get you some money on this deal too. It's like, and we can I can't talk like Gordy, but we, you know, but it's like it. And 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 I saw these are these are guys that are performing at the top of their game. And by the time Gordy got not he wasn't doing anything magical. He just had the guts to bring up the subject. And he had it's not even guts because he just had the conviction that this is going to be good for you. That's right. And he felt he, he he was insistent that they pay attention to it, and and they did. You know, they they're like, what? What kind of money? And it's like, oh, and then we 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 had a cool interaction with the Bud Light distributor who was having a less than wonderful day, obviously. <laughs> um, and you know, even him, it's like by the time by the time the conversation was over, at first when I Gordy went to talk to him, I I was like, Gordy, don't do it, man. Because it was like, I'm like, what are you gonna say to this guy? But um but by the time it was over, he was very interested in in actually, you know, giving some referrals, you know. And so, yeah, it was just, and it was because it's on top of Gordy's mind, and so it's not like he would forget to like mention it because it's a priority, and it's like, and he knows how good it will be for them and for everybody involved, and so. It appears that he feels compelled to like bring it up. Yeah. So, so with that, with that being said, Alan, and and knowing how we were pretty much all the same, you know, that, did it make you more aware that you doing this repeatedly and keeping it in the forefront that you could do the same? You know, it it wasn't it's, that that part is the same for. For I think that you'll hear from all of us. It's like, yeah. and I and, and Gordy even also. It's like a couple of things here, and I'm 
and you're going to let me say the couple of things. Gemma. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, first of all, Gordy and Kelly need to pull doors like a hole in the head. They, they the last thing they need to do is pull doors. Like they just don't need to do it. It's like right. that they had us out to their place to like help us get better at pulling doors is ridiculous. Like, cause Gordy's going to, with, you know, with just the referral on referral on referral, Gordy, the, the least effective like thing for Gordy to do is pull a door. Not that he can't and not that he wouldn't get some business from it, but there's plenty of business that they're going to continue to get from the referrals that they've gotten and the and the and just because every every interaction with somebody who's getting a bid or something from him is going to be an opportunity for a referral because he's going to bring it up yep. you know and so so that they had us out it was to help us mm -hmm. i mean and i get that they got um, benefits from it also but they mm -hmm. but they didn't need to do that right it wasn't so gordy could get better at bowling doors Right. right. So it's not. So anyway, that's that says something about what Dale talks about, about the leadership shift or that thing. It's like they're about like they don't want to be the only ones winning. They want the team to win with them. And that's what drives them, yeah. you know. And so that's phenomenal. And I, the other thing is like. Kamala. Maybe an angel that we're attending unaware. I'm not convinced that she's not. And you could argue with me about it, but I'm that lady is a hundred percent all the time about caring about how she can make a difference in other people's lives to her own detriment at I would say many times. But it's like Undes I mean, I get grace from her, undeserved, unmerited favor, like over and over and over again. And it's like none of this would have happened without Kamala. She, I mean, she, Gordy and Kelly have a beautiful home and they are gracious. I mean, I did it. I mean, I, and I, that's the way I am with people too. It's like if you're, if, if home is home, it's like, and if you're in my home, you're part of my home. But, and that's the way they are. And that's immediately what I felt when I went into their house. But none of this would have happened without Kamala. And can't, and be, it's because she cares so darn much about, like, about whether we win or not. About anybody that gets close to her, she's looking for a way to help them win in their life. And that, I love that, you know. And it's like, and for me, it's like, I want... You know, I want to be like Kamala. I want to, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have it to that level yet. It's like, I still get selfish. You know, I still get like all up in my, I, you know, I'm thinking about me instead of about the other person, Dale, you know, I mean, that thing at times, you know, but it's like, that's, that's what's so attractive. You know, what's so attractive is like, I don't, yeah, I like stuff, I guess, but what I like more is is having the respect of these people. I'll yeah. I'll break yeah. down I'll break down walls for that. Whereas wow. you know I'll do stuff for other things, but man, it's like having the people I respect respect me, 
that's that's everything. And there, there's stuff that happens, guys, when we're in an association like this that you just can't script. It's like you don't know when me and Dave are going to have a conversation. You don't know when, you know, something's get when you know that Gordy just had to go drop off some parts, right? I mean, you don't it's like you don't know when when those serendipities are going to happen. And that's why it's so important to like when there's an opportunity to get around, you know, people who have similar dreams and goals that you have who aren't selfish because I've been around leaders before I've been around leaders in other businesses and you know, it, it's very important for them to tell you how important they are. You know, it's, it's, uh, and they don't even do it with words and they're very nice people, but it's like, there's this, like, I'm me and you're you and let's make sure we don't get those two confused. Um, right. and, and that is not who this team is. That is not, that's not our culture. That's not any it's people who are like that are completely unattracted to this group because look at Paula man it's like you know it's like you can just you're you're a part of if you want to be a part of that's the only requirement just you got to want to and if you want to we want you you know with all your scrapes and scars or whatever it is that you are bringing to the table whatever we can handle that we've seen worse and not that you have any of that, Paula. I'm not saying that, but, but it's, I'm just saying. We all do. We all do. And, and nobody's coming here for the foo-foo. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And well, thank you so much. Absolutely. Bobby, we're almost running out of time. So so where in Texas did you come from? Like, how far did you have to drive? Uh, here's And do you feel that the time you spent, you wasn't able to spend as much time with us because of your job? um how did it how did it help you personally and for the erc program well tell others first off i it's a blessing that i was allowed to be there and and i probably drove the least amount of mileage as anyone i think is around 90 miles gordy and i figured it out uh to be there but the thing i i got out of all of this was each one of us we all went in together pulling on doors and I went in with Dave, went in with Alan, all of us, every single one of us in this team, nobody went in and talked to a business owner and didn't stammer, stutter, kind of didn't, We everybody had that thing. There was no smooth transition. I guess Gordy was the best as far as doing it, but Gordy wasn't even comfortable pulling doors. And he made me aware of that when we walked in, we went into a barber shop or something like that together and had a good time in there but that's one thing the everybody on this team dale said it i've heard it three or four times tonight we all go down the same path every single one of us and what i got out of it was the fact that it's something jen sincero said in her book uh you are a badass and it's chapter four because i went back and reviewed it today uh, and what she talks about is the big snooze and the big snooze are obstacles that get in your way from trying to do what you want to do. Kelly and I can attest to that. I'm not going to get into details, but the things we ran into that tried to keep me from being there, it was amazing. And even tonight we had issues as far as getting on this call and whatnot, but people, 
These people are real. They're authentic. And this was no social club. Believe me, it was no social club. When we finally hooked up and got together, we probably said hello, shook hands, hug necks, whatever it was. We were there for three minutes. Let's go to work. And that's what we did. We went to work and we had we had fun. We laughed. It, we all had a good time. And it, it's an experience I will take to my grave and to be allowed to be in this team and be on this team. Words can't de- I can't define it. I just love all of you. Yeah, well, we definitely are so grateful. And and like my growth with you being there. Like I grew in so many different ways, just talking with you and, and, and having you around us has been phenomenal. So we're almost running out of time and Gordy, please like give us all you got. We well, greatly appreciate yeah, everything that you First done. of all, from both of us, thanks so much for the kind words. Um, it's, it's really gratifying. I, I think that, and, 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 and Kamala, you, uh, they, I don't think they have anybody over there at Tucker's spot on Fox news. You might fill the gap <laughs> right there. Quite the host you are quite the host, a lot more gracious than most of those jokers. Um, <laughs> but you know, it was kind of cool because we kind of got to be, uh, we kind of got to be Dale and Dawn and I kind of got to see, I kind of got to see that side of it and of course he started off with the leadership paradigm and I've never been jealous of anybody getting a big deal but early on I'd hear how somebody might have gotten a 70 or 100 or 200 and you're like dang I didn't get that and not 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 that I'm not super happy for them but my first thought was kind of maybe more about myself and like I wish I could have got not stolen that deal from them, but I wish I could have got a deal that big that day, you know, and the more you go along, you know, and in and, and steps one, two, and three, there's a reason they're in that order. And the more you work on yourself and then the more you develop relationships with people. And when you get to that third, when you get to that number three, it's taken me, I mean, we're not retired by any means, but it's taken me, it's been a funky month, month and a half for me because I've been guarding every hour of my life for the past 30 years, every single hour. And I, we all, you know, I always played PE with the kids and we take the vacations, but my gosh, the hours spent in that shop. And now we're going to have this place paid for. We're going to have, you know, half a million bucks in the bank. If we don't make another phone call, we're going to figure out how to not pay too much in taxes, hopefully here coming up. And, and it's just, it's just a wonderful, you know, we've never gotten to number three. We've gotten to number two quite a few times, but we've never gotten into number three. And so I just, I just encourage everybody to keep working on number one and number two, you're going to build the relationships on the way, but keep working on yourself. And, you know, empathy is a big deal. Like the Bud Light guy, um, obviously Bud Light sales are not through the roof and you know, it was real easy to pull that guy in. He, he thought, Oh, here it comes again. And Al and I had a great conversation with him and, and, you know, he said he didn't, he wasn't really interested because he was too busy and this and that, but he had a daughter in softball. And then he mentioned how much that cost. And by the time the second time I reminded him how much money he was spending on softball, all of a sudden he's a little more attentive, but he left 
a Bud Light salesman that's getting his butt kicked. I saw a sign that says, come take it for free. We can't sell it. And so just when you can be empathetic, whether you're talking to somebody about their accountant, hey, I'm sure he's got your best interest at heart. He just hasn't had time to keep up with this stuff. But if you guys can focus on, if we can all focus on empathy, uh, it'll get you so much further in life. And, and uh, God, I took down a, a jillion notes here to, to, I'd love to talk about every single, oh, one thing when, when Alan was talking about, when I was talking to the rodeo guys, you know, I told, boy, I got Paul Easton. He's a two-time world champion, very confident guy. But I told him, I kind of got his attention. I said, hey, Paul, now here's the thing. You know, I know, you, but I know you're not a big deal, and you know you're not a big deal, but there's a lot of people out there that think you are a big deal, and you've got influence. And so how do you shake a guy up like that and make him listen? You have thousands and thousands and thousands of conversation with thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And, you know, I've, I've made, I've helped Paul in some binds and I've done this and that. And he's got a little boy named Charlie. And, and uh, the first thing I asked him was how, I think I got his name wrong, but it didn't matter. I said, how's he doing? Cause last time I saw him, he was in diapers and he was roping. He talked about Charlie for two, three, four, five minutes and started talking about his daughter. But, and that's easy for us to do, be interested in other people. As far as Dave goes, when we went into the first, we went into the first store there, he was on level whatever level i mean he was he was at Iwo Jima and uh ready to roll and he got in there and he and i kind of took over and got everything calmed back down and we got the guy's info and he's you know he's real real interested and he's like the classic example is you can't say the wrong thing to the right guy it was going to go either way and that's when we we were in the shop alan dave and i and we talked about it I said hey um how'd the follow-up go on that guy because he said he was going to call him and he says oh it went great and that's when Al and I pointed out, why do you think it went Dave? great, Dave? Because you weren't all wound up. And he's like, oh, the paradigm, you know, came. And we're like, be that guy when you go in. And so it was real fun to, and to, uh, to, spend, to get to spend time with everybody one-on-one and, and, and get everybody over some op- obstacles. And, uh, but it, it's, it's, it's real. It's very, very humbling to hear all the praise. Because there was a lot more going on, uh, apparently, than I was really kind of aware of. I did kind of make a conscious effort to load Alan up and go in that car because I'd spent probably an hour, hour and a half with Dave, just just Dave and I in the shop. And I consciously made an effort to take Alan and go in that car and go on that drive, spend some time with him. But it wasn't so he could be around my greatness. It was so we could be we could be around each other, you know. And uh, so uh, my, my, my main takeaway from all this is, you know, once again, we all travel the same road and you've got, you've got the, 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 the three benefits, you know, the person you become, the relationships you build. And, and then, you know, third is the money. And uh, the main thing I've learned is it's, it's way better to give than receive. You know, and if if we if I could pass off a lead or give any kind of knowledge or anything, it, it truly is better to give than receive. But once you get to that, once you get to be once you can become Bill Murray at the end of Groundhog Day, the whole world is just a wonderful, wonderful place. And, you know, I'm just I'm just so pleased. I just love my wife so much. And she just made, you know, 
made everybody feel so at home. And we had wonderful, we had wonderful meals together and we sat around the table and ironed out some, some hurdles and really helped Paula with some hurdles right there. And, and, you know, and then I, I made, I don't know how many phone calls. I said, well, let's just call some people up and you can hear me on the phone. Well, you know, that's about 0 and 4, I think. So just so everybody knows, every time somebody answers the phone, um, they're not they're not quite as impressed with me as some people are because they'll hang up on me right now. They don't know of my famousness, as one of my friends says. So it's, it's it's all it's all we all go down the same road and I strike out just as just as much. Well, maybe not quite as much as I used to. Once you get your verbiage down and you can show some empathy and enter into people's worlds, they'll start listening to you. And uh, so be empathetic and have have real conversations. And, uh, hey, the stakes are low. They really are. There's a lot of doors out there. And it was fun to have people come into our hometown. And it's not really, it's obviously not our town. It's up for grabs. But to go through Weatherford and pull on all these doors that are kind of, they should be kind of our doors, right? That's a bunch of nonsense, man. But there's, there's, so, there's so much opportunity out there for everybody everywhere. So it was great to be able to, to share what was potentially our market with everybody else. And because we'll never get to it all. And even if we could get to it all, it's still worth sharing. So right. well, we just appreciate you all. And and thanks to thanks to Dale, because, you know, I mean, I learned all this stuff from him. It's been a minute over at D.C. I mean, it's been a, it's been a while, you know, yeah. and we've I don't know how many hours we've talked on the phone, but it's more than one. Yeah. Uh, it's been it's been a lot of a lot of conversations through a lot of years and I don't know where I don't know where we're all headed, but I know where we've already been and what we've already done, and we'll all we'll all always be friends, you know. So, okay, well, I know we're we're over, Dale, and I apologize uh, with that aspect. Does anybody have any quick questions before we get on the corporate Zoom, which I know we really need to tonight? But any any questions or final thoughts from anyone before I? Say thank you. Dave's All right. Here. Dave, you on the call? I'm, I'm, I'm uh, monitoring. We're still good right at the moment, but we oh, might be able to get on it pretty quick. Okay. And Kamala, I just will say, Kamala did take care of me. She told me, hey, get in there and make your bed, man. <laughs> <laughs> an unmade bed is an unmade life. I got one last thing to say, and this has nothing to do with any of this, but our son Hunter's taking a job and he's cold calling and he's, it's a referral. It's, it's a, he's transferring, he's helping uh, businesses with with shipping solutions. And he said, it's been a little slow. And, and he said, you know, if I can just get a call booked in uh, a call booked in a week, I'm like, you can forget about that nonsense. (laughs) I said, we're fixing. I said, we'll go through my warm market. And, uh, so I might even not be doing quite as much ERC, but I tell you what, there's no amount of money. If I can help my, if I can help our son jump in here, make a big splash and get some accounts going and teach him all that stuff, all the stuff that I've learned from all of you and from Dale, I mean, that's paying it forward. I get to do it with my own son. And, and I think uh, that is worth a tremendous amount. I'm really looking forward to being able to share all the stuff that, that I've learned through the years to help him launch his new wherever it takes him in life. And so yeah, it's be- all about transformation and paying it forward and 
and and all that stuff. So that that'd be great. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. Rike, I don't. Can they unmute? Can you unmute? Okay. I just wanted to thank all of you. You've somehow you've managed to make it very inclusive. I almost feel like I was there with you, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And Alan, I might follow you to Texas. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I'm actually thinking about it too. Yeah, cool. Uh, David, Trilogy. Yeah, I'd just like to thank you all for your comments. I appreciate it. Uh, Alan, if you're thinking about a move, don't 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 click uh, Cincinnati off the list just yet. There's plenty of business up here you can help me with. But um, I just want to say thanks to everybody for sharing what you experienced. It's that's always the greatest part of this business is sharing the successes with others. And uh, I just like to say a shout out to Dave Johnson there for uh, thank you for your service on Memorial Day. And we have any other veterans on here. Just thank you for your service. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Vicki. I just wanted to say to you guys, you are all my foxhole buddies. <laughs> we have such an amazing team and I just appreciate all of you. You've been such a help to all of us and inspiration. And thank you so much for sharing that trip must have been just amazing beyond words that you guys have shared. So thanks again for sharing and you uh, continue on with your success. Love you all. Love you too. Thanks. Hey, and this is what Gordy and Kelly made me for my birthday. I thought it was really like amazing. Oh, that is cool. What does it say? has my initial on it. Oh, it's hard to see in the screen, but that is beautiful. Or you'll have to sing for us one of these days. Yeah, Gordy. Yes, Gordy, you have an amazing voice. Well, thank you. One last thing is I did, and you don't need don't need to mention what it was, Kim. But I did I did a little favor for Kamala, and and she told me a little bit later on. She said, "You know, you didn't have to do that." And I said, I know. And that was all that was said. She didn't say, you shouldn't have done that and let me pay you back and all that nonsense. And the thing is, when you get past that stage and you can just say thanks, you didn't have to do that, but thanks. That shows that you're growing. Because two years ago, you wouldn't have let me do that. And you would have said, no, you can't be doing all that. And now you just said thanks. So... You know, there, there's a gracious way to accept a gift, and and you did that. So thank you. I think you know what I'm talking about. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's well, thank you. to you. Yeah, thank you, um, Dale. You want to wrap it up? I guess. Yo, before you say everybody, one, yes. one one more thing. I got. I woke up this morning in my back office. I've been paid. Oh I yeah, just, yeah. That check yeah. is ah. in the mail. Yeah, five figures. Five figures. Yeah, that's the first one. I will post the check on the Facebook page when I get it. Man, it's in the back office every day. Yeah, that's so cool. Awesome. Y'all did great. There's nothing I can add. I knew this would be phenomenal. This is what you've seen tonight, is what this business is truly all about and most never experienced. 
So. No, but Dale, without you and Don, we wouldn't we wouldn't be here, and we wouldn't be the the people that we are. Agreed. Without That's the truth. Like, like I am forever grateful for you changing changing me. And then I changed my life. So just getting started, guys. Yeah. Getting started. Promise. Best is yet to come. Best is yet to come. Jump on the corporate call. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Thanks everybody. Did you enjoy this story? Then you will probably enjoy some of the other sessions of this podcast. You can visit MLMSuccess.com and see a full playlist of the podcast since the day we started. Would you like to put some faces with the voices? Then search for Dale Calvert MLM Success Podcast on YouTube and follow us there. Please leave a comment on YouTube and let our special guests know how their story inspired you or affected you. Dale spends most of his social media time in private groups he has founded, but you can follow his public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dale Calvert page. And of course, your comments and feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you access this podcast is always appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week and share with you another real success story that is happening right now in this new era of wealth creation that most still don't know exist yet.